Years ago, I was sitting into a lecture at university and we had our teacher, she was doing the lecture and she put up this big slide of the hierarchy of needs. If you've ever seen it, it's a big triangle, it's a pyramid and it has different layers in which you can see the different needs of people according to Maslow's model. I remember sitting down and looking at that picture and actually it resonated with me deeply. It just had different levels of needs that we kind of strive to fulfill. It just made so much sense about life, about where I was, and about what was going on around my life and my needs. Welcome, my friends, to another episode from Inside Trezors. My name is Phoebus, and I love to challenge myself and those around me for the purpose of growth. This podcast is about helping you to heal, to change, and to grow. Welcome to Season 3. This season will be more like a short course into certain things that help me build a good foundation into understanding myself and those around me. The episodes that are about to follow, they're more like a short course. It's about things that you can learn to do and apply in your life. In this episode, we'll talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Needs is something that is foundational to our well-being. And it is something that we will follow in the next few episodes in order to see different perspectives into needs and also which needs we need to pay attention more to. At its foundation, a need is a requirement. It's a necessity. It's a have to. Not a perceived one, but an actual one. So it's not that I need to buy this pair of shoes. It's actually something more fundamental, something more deep into who you are and into the way that we function. Following our needs and fulfilling our needs is a way to make sure that we're happy, we're fulfilled, and we're living the life that we want to be living. Now, why talk about needs? What's so important about needs? In the next few episodes, I will talk about different models that focus on needs. The reason is for us to be able to understand different perspectives around how our needs work for us and the ways that we can fulfill them and why they're important. The biggest reason needs are important is because they affect our sense of well-being. They affect our growth as human beings. This is more of a process. Part of it is creating an awareness around our needs, understanding our needs, the different similarities between the models, and finding truly for our own tailored personal needs. What are the ones that really resonate for us at the moment? What are the ones that are really important for us? And in what ways can we find to fulfill them? That we'll cover in later episodes. But the biggest thing to take away from this is to increase our awareness of them and to take responsibility for fulfilling them. Let me give you a little bit of context behind Maslow and his approach. So Maslow was part of the humanistic approach movement in psychology, and he was there along with Carl Rogers. Now, the humanistic approach wanted to understand human nature, and they believed there was more to this than pure behaviors and compulsions that happen in people. So they started to dwell a little bit deeper into the human being as a whole. One of the strands that they have was about growth and fulfillment, it being a motive. So Maslow and Carl Rogers saw human beings as trying to fulfill the need to grow and fulfill themselves, and that motivated them towards something called self-actualization. Before we dwell into Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and path to self-actualization, I'd like to explain what does it mean to be self-actualized. Being self-actualized is a process of growing and developing as a person in order to achieve 
and individual potential. That potential is about the realization and fulfillment of one's ta talents and the potential that they have in order for them to grow. As I mentioned earlier, Rogers and Maslow, they both believed that self-actualization was a driving force into human behavior, something that motivated people to move forward and grow. And it's a need and necessity for us in order to be. The full realization means about someone's own creative, intellectual, and so social potential through an internal drive versus an external reward. So it's more about us as a process. It's more about us growing as people rather than the kind of success and status and power we might achieve from the outside in. It might come as a result of us being self-actualized, but they're not necessary for us to feel actualized. And the thing that I want you to keep in mind is that it is more of a process rather than a destination that we arrive. It's a way of living and it's, I would say, quite correlated to the growth mindset. Like I mentioned earlier, Maslow put a pyramid. He created a triangle and at the top he put self-actualization. But behind that, beneath that, he put different needs that he thought were necessary for us to be able to reach that state, for us to be able to live self-actualized. I'm going to go over those needs that they're beneath self-actualization, starting at the bottom and moving upwards towards the top of the pyramid. So at the bottom, we had physiological needs. Then it's followed by needs for safety. Then it's followed by love. Then it's followed by esteem. And finally, by self-actualization. Now that we have a top-level view, we can drill into each one of those needs, explain them, and perhaps understand them a bit more. Notice while you're listening to this episode to keep note of the things that kind of resonated. Keep that mental note and say, actually, yeah, this makes a lot of sense for me. The things that resonate with you, the things that stick with you, are things to pay special attention to. And as we move through the different models, you'll be able to see that the certain needs that rank higher for you than other needs. According to Maslow, at the base of the pyramid, we had the physiological needs. He said, in order for us to be able to move to the next levels, we have to be able to fulfill our physiological needs. Physiological needs such as the necessity to survive, the air that we breathe, the food that we eat, the water that we drink, the shelter that we have, the warmth, whether we get adequate sleep, and he even put reproduction in. What does this tell us? It tells us that our basic needs are very important. If we're not able to live as an organism, there's no way that we can progress and move towards being self-actualized because we have a bigger fish to fry. It means that we are having to deal with a day-to-day -day survival of ourselves versus being able to expand and grow beyond that. On the next level, we have safety. The sense of safety, the need of safety, that security, and whether that is a physical security, that health, or it's a financial security, or it is wellness, our well-being, our internal well-being, or whether that is that we are prospering and growing. It's the things that can make us feel healthy. It's the things that can make us feel physically and psychologically safe. When our sense of safety is being threatened, of course our well-being suffers. When we have to think about whether we are surviving and whether we are safe, it is very hard to prosper if that comes at hand. And we can see that coming up in different ways. When we're feeling safe in our environment, when we're feeling safe within our home, outside of our home, we're much more relaxed. When that is threatened, we're more likely to drive into fight or flight mode and to feel that sense of safety missing. 
Of course, when that sense of safety is missing, our well-being suffers, our physical health can suffer as a result. If our finances are at stake, again, we can suffer. And of course, that spreads to ourselves and those around us. And that's where you get, when you have like illnesses going around, e.g. COVID, or if you're in an office environment, there's bullying going around, or if you live in a dangerous uh, part of the world, then of course, that sense of safety is being taken away. When we don't have that sense of safety, again, it's very hard for us to move on towards being self-actualized. On the next level, we have the need of love, a feeling to be liked, to love other people, to feel loved, to be accepted by others, to accept others, to accept ourselves. This is where friendship, family, intimacy, social groups, social gatherings, a sense of connection comes in. It's about us not feeling lonely and depressed and anxious. When we're feeling love by other people, it's a lot harder to get into those states. When we're feeling more connected with ourselves and those around us, we're fulfilling that need of love and of loving others. From that place, a lot more is possible. As you can see, we can flourish more. We can keep, we've gone over the physiological and the safety, and we're moving into love. We're moving more into emotion. We're moving more into belonging and connection. When love is being threatened, when we feel perhaps abandoned or lonely or by ourselves and we don't feel connected with other people, that can lead us into, of course, loneliness. It can lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can feel into that sense that we're disconnected from the world. If we live in a silo, again, it's very hard for us to flourish as people because love is a key ingredient for our well-being. Next, Maslow put esteem. Esteem as part of recognition, as part of respect, admiration, appreciation, significance, and contribution. It's that feeling of being self-confident and respected by others. I like this part of the pyramid because it talks about esteem. For myself, though, it's not always so much about how other people perceive us and how other people think of us, recognize and respect us and admire us. It might be a vital part, it might be a bonus, but before that, what I see is that self-concept, that how do I see myself? Do I feel self-confidence? How is my self-image? How is my self-worth? Am I feeling inferior? Am I feeling superior? What is the way in which I see myself? Do I respect myself? Do I trust myself? Do I encourage myself for the good things that I've done? Do I see myself as contributing to other people, as contributing at work, at the society, in family? And these are ways of connecting with other people again. It's built on top of love, on safety, and physiological needs. And lastly, as part of the pyramid, is the self-actualization. At the top of the pyramid, we have what we explained earlier. It's when an individual engages in self-development and personal growth. According to Maslow, Law, the peak performers are in that state. They're the ones who use their talents and grow their talents and capabilities and potentials and meet them. Like I said earlier, the way that I see self-actualization is not necessarily through outside results, although there can be a sign to internal work, but it's more about that pursuit, that growth, that way of growing as a human being, that way of seeing ourselves and knowing that we can not necessarily do more, but we can be more. And that, of course, comes as part of growth and as change. According to Maslow, again, self-actualized people are self-aware, 
they're concerned more with personal growth, they're less concerned about the opinion of others, and they're interested in fulfilling their own potential for themselves and for those around them. Again, building on love, on self-esteem, it's a way of contributing, of giving. So you see the different needs that kind of feed in and blend into each other. In summary, here's what I would like you to take from this episode. Understand that we have different basic needs. Different basic needs that we need to fulfill, that we need to cater for, and we need to understand. Not only for the fact of understanding them, but actually for going deeper into understanding in what ways can we fulfill them ourselves. Remembering that self-actualization is a basic motive for us. It's a way that we progress through life. It's our basic need to grow and fulfill our potential. Notice here that we're not talking about success and achievement, but we're talking about the expression of that potential. We're talking about that growth that happens through that expression and through that cultivating of potential. In a moment, I'm going to go over the needs again, but I'd like you to notice and see which of these needs do you really need for yourself? Which of those needs do you need to strengthen in your life? How do they order? In what ways can you equip yourself more in order to progress towards self-actualization? In what needs can you cater to that need some support that are important to you, that they can help you to grow and reach more towards self-actualization? Feel free to go on a search engine and find that pyramid of hierarchy of needs so you can actually see it and understand it a bit more in a visual way. But remember that at the base, we have physiological needs that we need to cater and attend to. Then we have that sense of safety, then follows love, then follows esteem, and at last, we're reaching towards self-actualization. All those needs are important, but according to Maslow, by catering towards the lower part of the needs, we can actually build on that as a pyramid, as a stepping ladder that can help us be the people we want to be and do the things that we want to do. And of course, it's part of reaching towards our potential, reaching towards expressing ourselves in the way that we are, in the way that we want to be in this world. As my friend Abraham Maslow said, what a man can be, he must be. This need we may call self-actualization. As with everything, take the things that resonated with you, notice the thing that really stood out for you from your needs, and just keep a note until the next episode where we cover a different model of needs And then you'll see through the next few episodes, you're going to have a very clear understanding about which needs are truly important for you, which needs will help you grow and reach your potential so you can live a more self-actualized life. I'm here to help you heal, change and grow. If there's something that resonated with you, something that you need help with, give me a shout at podcast at insidetrezors.com or reach out to me on Instagram at insidetrezors. Thank you for tuning in to another episode from Inside Treasures. My name is Fibus, and until next time, my friends, let peace guide your life, let love guide your heart, and reason guide your thoughts.